0: Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed.
1: Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Su. And I'm Neil Patel. And today we are gonna talk about if we had to start over, here's what we would do first. So maybe we should think about the criteria here. If we were to start over, Do we have any resources? Do we have just the knowledge and nothing else? Or or
0: actually, let's make it very specific. If we had to start over in SEO, here's what we would do first.
1: Okay. With no resources, right? Just with our knowledge. That's right. All right. Go first. Yeah. Sometimes with this, it's like whatever comes to mind, you just give the answer. So I would just caveat this by saying that Neil and I might give you a better answer later when we think through it more. But here's what I would say if I were to start in SEO today, the way I look at it, I'm going to compare it to, okay, I would look at the competition or not the competition, but the comparables first. So, you know, who has started a blog recently in a competitive area? and They've done really, really well. Well, recently, I would say, you know what? Brian Dean from Backlinko is a really good example. His blog does really well. He started an SEO blog when, you know, the space was already pretty competitive. He didn't, you know, when you try to compete with marketers, especially SEOs, and on that topic, it's very hard, right? And so I would just take from his playbook. I like what he does with his website. He only writes long form content with lots of data. He, he's actually partnered up with us and taken data. He's partnered up with other companies, taking their data. And he'll just do these really, like we analyze 11 million results. We analyze, you know, 10 million links or whatever. And then here's what we found. And there's just these key takeaways. It's very practical and it's easy to digest. And for people that are here skimming, he's got sections just for skimming too. But he's got his own style that's unique. So what he's done is, again, long-form, data-driven. He has these things called power pages, which is just you know really long-form pages or pillar pages where you have one page and then it just links to a bunch of other ones. But I would not try to go for volume, knowing that I don't have many resources, but I have my knowledge. But I would try to partner with other people, take their data, and then analyze the crap out of things, have my own unique spin on it. And just you know each month, I publish one thing. One step at a time, one step at a time, one step at a time. And then in 12 to 18 months, I should be a lot stronger than from when I first started.
0: So I would take a similar approach to Eric in which I wouldn't write a ton of content because even right now, I don't write a ton of content, but I try to focus on quality over quantity. But the big thing that would change is, you know, everyone always says in SEO, the riches are in the niches and you want to create these niche sites and go after them really hard. I would actually do the opposite and I would go create a site after a really big TAM. So TAM is Total addressable Market because if you're going to do SEO, it's a long-term game. Might as well go after an industry where you can get tens and 20, you know, 30 million visitors a month from versus a few million because the bigger you go, the more opportunity there is and it's easier to get a small fraction of a big pie than it is to get a big fraction of a small pie. And I think that's a big mistake that a lot of people go into when they're doing SEO, in which they focus on niches instead of going after big markets. And I would go after a big market first, focus on the easy keywords within that market that aren't as competitive, that aren't as lucrative. And as you get more and more traction, then I would focus on the bigger, more competitive keywords within that market.
1: Yeah, the other thing I would add to is think about diversification once you start to get things going from an SEO perspective. So let's say you're creating content, you could easily, you should be collecting emails. And you know you could make the argument, when I think about Sam Parr of The Hustle, he's got an eight-figure newsletter. And a lot of these newsletter businesses are doing well right now. If you've got a unique spin and you like writing and you think you're going to continue to add writers, you should consider a newsletter, putting more effort into your newsletters and maybe diversifying even beyond that. So at a certain point, once maybe you're 12 to 18 months into it, you have some cash flows coming in and you can afford to bring people on. I would start to think about, diversifying. I think, you know, you don't want to put the one thing Neil and I noticed is that we have friends that they bet everything on SEO once they really get it going. And then, you know, one second they're in the penthouse and then the next second they're in the outhouse. So you want to make sure that you kind of, you know, hedge.
0: Totally. So if you need help getting your kickstart with SEO, make sure you check out marketingschool.io slash live. Eric and I are doing a virtual event and uh, hopefully you're a good fit and we'll see you there.